Hello my little angels, come on in, make yourself at home, get nice and cosy. I'm your host Em and welcome to Heart to Heart, the voice note edition podcast. Hello, hello, hello. Come on in, get nice and cosy. Have you got drinks? Have you got snacks? Have you got a blanket? If not, pause this podcast and go get all of the above because in all honesty, without those things, life is not worth living. So my little honey pies, what's the 411? What has everybody been up to? If you know where that's from, we can be best friends. I love that film. We're talking about Mean Girls, by the way. If you've never seen Mean Girls, what are you doing? It is iconic. <laughs> Naturally, I had to buy a On Wednesdays We Wear pink top. And I sometimes wear it on a Monday. Sometimes I wear it on a Saturday because I'm a rebel and I do what I want when I want. <laughs> So today's episode is all about fear and I wanted to film this one because I think it's something that we all can relate to. We've all felt fear at some point in our life and I think sometimes a little bit of fear can be a good thing in the right context but it can also really, really hold you back in life. Our bodies are so clever. Of course, I'm going to talk about the science, but the fear that I'm talking about today in this episode is kind of going to be your everyday type of fear. You know, if you're trying something new or you're meeting new people or you're going on a date for the first time, whatever it may be, it's that kind of fear. I think we could probably all relate to those fearful situations that we've had where you feel so consumed by it and you just don't know how you're going to move forward. It feels impossible to move forward. Maybe you really, really wanted something and your paradigm kicked in and told you that you couldn't have that thing and it made you believe that you weren't capable and that maybe made you not want to try again. Like I said, I'm going to touch really quickly on the science of fear, just briefly, Because I think, like I mentioned a minute ago, I think when you are armed with the knowledge of what's going on, it just helps you to cope so much better and it helps you to look at yourself with compassion. I think when you are in a state of shock or fear or you're just feeling really bad about yourself, it is so easy to beat yourself up and it's just so easy to think that you're failing. And when you know that your body is only doing what it's been designed to do and it's actually trying to help you in the moment, you can look at yourself in a different light. And I think that's always so important. Okay, so the science, really, really quickly. As humans, we are incredible. I talk about this all the time. But when we feel fear, it triggers a tiny little almond-shaped part of our brain called the amygdala. I bloody love that word, by the way. Amygdala. It's very satisfying to say. (laughs) Don't worry about me. I'm just being a little geek here in my cupboard. (laughs) Honestly, don't worry about me, hun. We've got it under control. (laughs) The amygdala is so clever. Like, it's just such a clever little bit of kit that we've got going on inside of our body that we wouldn't even think about usually. So when the amygdala is triggered, it immediately alerts our nervous system to say, what the fuck is going on here? Something isn't right. Like, something's really, really wrong here. And then our fear response in our body kicks into motion straight away. So in this moment, you are feeling panicked. You are like, "Uh uh-oh, alarm bells are ringing. You're freaking the hell out. (laughs) 
and what happens is your body starts to respond to that. So when you're scared or feeling on edge or anxious or whatever, you will start to feel like your breathing is getting faster, your heart rate will go faster, your blood pressure will increase, you might start to sweat, you might feel a bit sick, you might just feel really panicked and out of control. Something I found really interesting when learning about all of this stuff is that when your body is in a state of panic, what actually happens is our blood flows away from our heart and it goes into our limbs. So that makes it easier for us to fight if we had to protect ourselves. So our body is in fight or flight. So when your body is in fight or flight, literally all the blood is rushing away from your heart into your arms and your legs so that if you've got to fight someone or run away, you can do so. How amazing are our bodies? I just can't go over that. We're crazy. Another thing that's happening is when you're in that state, some areas of your brain are revving up and some are actually shutting down. So for example, like I just explained, the amygdala, that's getting ready to fight or flight. (laughs) She's ready to go. Whereas there's other parts of your brain that are like, no thank you, I do not want any involvement in this by hun. And they have closed. They've shut up shop, basically. There's a part of your brain and I think it's called the cerebral cortex or cerebral cortex. That is a part of your brain that is responsible for being able to reason and make judgment calls on things. And in that moment, that becomes impaired. Have you ever been through a situation where something's happened and you feel panicked, but you feel like you're unable to make a decision or think clearly? That is the cerebral or cerebral cortex part of your brain and that is basically just shut down, which is why you can't think straight. This is all your body's way of trying to protect itself, which I think is just so cool. So that is just a tiny little bit of the science. I'm not going to go into any more at the moment because this podcast will be very long if I do. But I just wanted to explain that to you guys because I think when you know what is happening and why it's happening and that your body is actually trying to help you because I think when you feel scared and you start to feel all these physical symptoms of feeling sick, feeling out of control, not being able to think clearly, like you're maybe shaking, you're maybe just feeling really lightheaded, your body is just trying to protect you but I think because we feel so bad in the moment it feels like you're maybe dying like have you ever had a panic attack and you actually feel like you're dying and we can't understand why we feel so bad but it's just our body's way of putting us into fight or flight because we feel a threat It doesn't even have to be a big threat either. It could literally just be something that sets your anxiety off and you're just going down this rabbit hole. We've all got that little voice in our head that likes to tell us that we are basically incapable of doing anything we want to do. And it's so difficult because I think we wish that our brains or more our mind was our best friend. Isn't it a really strange concept that your body, when it's in fight or flight, is trying to protect you and keep you safe? Whereas our mind, it'll full on tell you, you're a piece of shit. (laughs) You'll never achieve that. Who do you think you are? You're not good enough for that. And that's the kind of fear that I want to talk about when you really, really want something, but your mind tells you that you can't do it. And then you just feel like you're a failure. I have had those thoughts a million times over and it never gets any easier. And I think something really important to mention is that when 
you have those thoughts, you've got to remember that in that moment, your brain, your mind, whatever it is, is not your friend, okay? Do you know how many times I told myself I could not do this podcast? I told myself for months. I actually bought this microphone, I think it was December or January time, and I didn't start it till September because I spent months beating myself up. Um, Who the fuck do you think you are? You, podcast, why would anyone listen to you? What do you think you've got to say that is going to help people? All of this stuff went through my mind and it still does sometimes. But I know that there will be someone out there, even if it's just one person, that believes in what I say. And I don't have all the answers. And I make sure that I say this every episode because I would never want you guys to think that I think that I know everything. I know nothing, okay? I'm on this journey of self-discovery and self-belief and try to become a better person and try to become more patient and understanding and finding out who I am, finding out what lights me up and finding out what I want to stay away from and just generally finding out who I am because I don't have any of that shit locked down, let me tell you. I don't know what's happening. (laughs) I think when you listen to episodes like this or self-improvement podcasts sometimes it can come across a bit patronizing or that well they must have it all together because they're telling us this they must live it and let me tell you something I come on here and I'm like listen guys you've just got to be kind to yourself and then the next day I'm beating myself up for not doing enough fucking cleaning that day okay don't for a second think that I I'm perfect and I've got everything figured out. It's not the case. I am still working on all of this stuff. And I think that is why I'm so passionate about having this podcast because I will come on here and try and help you guys out and give you advice. But in the next breath, I will also let you know that I'm a mess that day or I'm struggling or that I feel the worst I've ever felt or that everything's getting on top of me or that I just can't practice what I preach and that is okay because we're all human and none of us have it figured out and I don't want to sound like a broken record but I just need you guys to know that it's so okay to not know what the fuck you're doing because none of us do you get people who make themselves look like they know what they're doing and you think oh I just wish I could be like them but sometimes they're also crumbling inside and that's fine And for me, I think because I'm so passionate about just wanting to be someone's best friend, like that is my only thing for this podcast. What I really, truly want is to come on here, speak from the heart, open my heart up to all of you guys, give you a little piece of it to take home in a goodie bag if you want. (laughs) What am I doing? and just take it into your life. When I do my podcast or my YouTube, it's like I'm giving you a little piece of me. That is how it feels for me. I take it really seriously. I'm not here to mess around. And I hope and pray that what I say resonates with someone. And that is all I want. I want you to feel like you've got someone. If you feel like you don't have anyone or that no one understands you, no one believes in you, no one is there for you, I am. And I really, really mean that. And I know we may never have spoken before, but that's how I feel. I feel like I want to scoop everybody up, take them into my little unicorn land and just look after you and be there for you and love you and tell you that things are going to be okay. And I still today feel like there's people that don't understand me. And that's fine because we're not always going to get each other. But the point I'm trying to make here is so often in life, 
you feel like you're up against it and that you don't know where you're going, you don't know what you're doing and your mind is just telling you all kinds of crazy stuff and making you feel like you're incapable, you are never ever incapable. I promise you that. And for so long, I just really felt like you want to do this podcast, but what is it that you think you've got to say? Like, you're no one special. You're no one special. Why do you think you can have a podcast and tell people what to do or advise people on what to do? Like, what do you know? And that is just how I felt. And I think it's that whole imposter syndrome thing. And I think people who are really passionate about something will feel like they've got imposter syndrome from time to time because it almost feels like you don't deserve it. But one day I just said, look, Em, you've got to do this. You want to do it. Why are you putting it off so much? And I think it's because the moment never felt right. But honestly, what I've learned about life is that you will never feel ready. You will never ever feel ready to have a baby, to get married, to maybe take on a new job role, to go to uni, whatever it may be. You may want to do those things and you may feel like I could do that, but you will always have that little voice in your head that's like, do I really want that? Can I really do that? I actually like that a little bit because like I said, you will be so convinced at times by your own self that you can't do something and see when you actually ignore that voice and you do it, it's like a fuck you to your mind. It's like I did that thing that you told me I couldn't do, now look at me bitch. If we waited until we felt ready, we would literally get nothing done. (laughs) You're never ready. When I was doing a little bit of research on the topic of fear, I was trying to figure out what actually is it. And all it is, is fear of the unknown, a lack of understanding. You don't know what's coming. You can't predict a situation. You want to do something, but you feel like, well, what if that happens? What if it goes wrong? What if I can't do it? What if I start panicking? What if I don't show my best self? What if maybe I'm at a job interview and I screw it up and I don't get the job and then I've failed and then it's embarrassing. That is literally all that fear is. You just do not know how a situation is going to go. And it's kind of like the anxiety thing as well. Anxiety is kind of the same thing. You do not know what is going to happen. You can't predict the future. It makes you anxious. I think what I have learned more than anything about fear is that you've just got to do it. You've got to face it. There will be so many times in life that you want to do a new thing. Maybe you want to go to a new place to get a haircut, but you feel anxious that you don't know the staff there, you don't know what you're walking into. You may want to start guitar lessons or singing lessons, but you don't know what the teacher will be like and you don't know if she'll laugh at your voice. Or you're maybe wanting to go on a date, but you don't know how that person will react to you. Like, do you know, it could be anything. What I have learned about it is that you've just got to do it. Because if you don't, you're always going to be holding yourself back from things. And what I have always found with trying a new thing is that in the moment you feel like you can't do it, or you at least feel really nervous about it. And the minute you get there, you start to calm down. Or the minute you start doing the thing, you calm down. And afterwards, you think why did I feel that way that was so stupid nothing went wrong it could have went wrong and that's not to say that your fear is wrong because things can go wrong but I think things often go a lot better than you imagine they will and then afterwards you feel like well why the fuck (laughs) what was I freaking out about everything went fine and I just came to the conclusion do you know what um 
It's 2022, almost 2023. You are a 28-year-old woman. Is this really how you want to spend your life? Is this really what we're doing here? Are you really going to stay in your little bubble of staying small? I've done that my whole life. It doesn't work. I know that I've got so much to offer the world and I think everyone does. That's not just a me thing. Every single one of us has so much potential. I'm really so proud of all of us. I really am. But I have done that my whole life. I've tried to stay small. I mean, over the past couple of years, I've got so much better. But in terms of my dreams and goals, why am I staying small? Why am I staying stuck? I can't change the past. I can't change what I've done. I can only focus on the now and the future and build on that. This podcast is really just for the people that have stayed small, refused to see their greatness and have just allowed themselves to hold themselves back. I think for me it's all about listening to that little voice in my head that's like, do you know what? You love this. You love your YouTube channel. You love your podcast. You love sharing with people. And I always say that I think your hobbies should become your job. And I know that that may be difficult because you may like doing loads of different things. But I always believe that your hobbies are given to you for a reason. And it's because you're meant to do something with it. We cannot let fear win. We just can't. Fear really is just an obstacle that is trying to get in your way of achieving something amazing. It's so true what they say that the fear that you don't face becomes your limit. When I look back on my life, things I wanted to do that I didn't do because I was scared, I now think about that all of the time and I've almost put like an obstacle in the way of it because I was scared and now I've told myself, but you can't do that thing because you're scared now. I'm going to read a few quotes about fear, as I do, <laughs> because I think they they just say everything, don't they? So one that I really like is, fear is temporary, regret is forever. Never trust your fears, they don't know your strength. Oh, I love it. Thinking will not overcome fear, but action will. Anything I've ever done that ultimately was worthwhile initially scared me to death. Don't fear failure. Fear being in the exact same place next year as you are today. What we fear of doing most is usually what we most need to do. I don't always feel like with fear that it's got to be trying something new for the first time or going to do something. I think sometimes in life we just feel scared to maybe show who you are. I know that I felt that way for a while because I am a bit of a weirdo. I'm just a bit quirky at times and I think for a really long time I tried to hide that because I didn't think people would understand it or I didn't think they'd appreciate it and now I've just learned, do you know what? Fuck them. It honestly doesn't matter. Why are you holding yourself back? Why are you trying to please everyone around you? Why are you dulling down your sparkle to save other people? It doesn't matter. I know so many people in my life who are crazy. They don't care. They're just themselves and that is who they are and everybody loves them for it. So why do we think that if we were to be our quirky selves that we wouldn't be liked? Not everyone will like you in life. And do you know what? That's fine. They don't have to. But I think at the same time, to hold yourself back or to hide yourself from being the real you because you think it's going to offend other people is so unacceptable. You've got to be who you are. And that is probably one of the biggest things I have learned in my life. 
you're not here to impress anyone else. I've got to a place now where I really love my weirdness. I think it's great. I think it's funny. I think I'm an absolute hoot. I think I'm a delight. I really am getting to the place where I love myself. I accept myself and I accept the good parts of me and the bad parts of me. And this is the thing. I spent such a long time, we're talking years, really disliking myself. And like I mentioned earlier on, you don't get anywhere with that. You do not wake up one day like, oh yes, I've hated myself for 10 years and I can say I'm the happiest I've ever been. It never works out that way. It never ever does. All you will ever do is create resentment within yourself and make you feel like you're the worst person in the world and that you're a piece of shit and that everyone hates you and you'll feel really negatively towards yourself and it's so unneeded. You've got to be your best friend in this world. You've got to, like there's no point being anything else. I think I just woke up one day and I was like, life is way too short to care about trivial stuff. I think when something happens in your life and it makes you realise that life is really, really short and that you do not know when you'll take your last breath, however cheesy that might sound, how many times have you known someone to be here alive and kicking and the next day they're gone forever? And it really just gives you perspective and shows you that life is so short and so precious and you do not know what is coming. And I think that just makes me want to live every day like it's my last. And I know that's really cheesy, but I don't care. We're all fighting a battle within ourselves, And I think by you hiding away and shying away from who you are and just showing people what they want to see because you think it's going to make them feel better... You are doing the world a massive disservice. You need to be who you are. The world needs more people who are just true to themselves. And I can honestly say I am on that path and I'm so grateful for it. So my little honey pies, I hope you loved today's episode. I feel like I always start with wanting to talk about a topic and then I just go off into a whole different tangent, but I hope you guys loved it anyway. If you did, please let me know. I would be so grateful. If you want to come and say hello to me, I would love that. I would love to connect with all of you guys. I still don't know. I mean, I do know some people that listen to this, but I need to know. If you're listening to this right now and you've got Instagram, please come and say hi. It would honestly mean the world to me. I want to know who's listening so I can just picture when I'm filming this or recording this. Oh, Bob from... Blackpool is listening to this. You know what I mean? I just want to know. I'm a nosy bitch. You can find me on Instagram at Bell underscore or on our podcast Instagram, which by the way, I've got like barely any posts on apart from a few quotes, but the stories is where it's at. Um, I very often just post pictures of me looking absolutely sensational pulling the best faces which by the way I need to say was my friend Matthew it was his idea who told me do you know what um you've got to make this into a series because these pictures are so funny so that's why we do it by the way not because I think I'm great on anything or you can find us at heart to heart underscore official on Instagram I have also been asked to do an ick episode would we like that would we like that? I've got a few icks that I could share and I think it would be genuinely hilarious. So why don't we do an ick episode? Let me know. 
apart from that, I'm going to head and I'll see you guys next week. Thank you so much for your time. I love you all so much. Sending lots of love. Bye.